The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship. Joining me to break it all down, and it's good to be back with you, Greg, is Greg Ducharme. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, you know what, Rick? I got to ask you. How was it? We missed you the past couple days. How was the trip? What's the scouting report? Yeah, been been on a, a little mini vacay. So I played uh, I played TPC Harding Park on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, it was I mean it was great, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was it was really cool to be able to see the holes that I know. You know, get to the Morikawa hole on sixteen. Be like, oh my god, how did he even hit this to seven feet here? It's unbelievable. Uh, I played reasonably well. I, I was telling you before we went live, I got I got my butt kicked on the back. I think I like seven straight holes. I think I made bogey, but there should have been some doubles in there. There should have been some pars in there. It was, it was like a major championship grind, man. At least it was for me. Yeah. Well, those back, that back nine, it's tough. Those middle, uh, especially the middle back nine, I can see where it came from, but Rick, how, how is the rough out there? What are we, what are you expecting to see next time a major championship <laughs> goes out to TPC Harding park? What you don't realize, and this is always so hard to see on the telecast is like, uh, I want to say it's like 14 or 15. The one that's like on the side of like Olympic. Like if you miss the fairway left, it you're like 20 feet down. Like you are like in trouble. Yeah. So the rough, obviously the rough was not nearly as thick as what those guys were playing in, but you can get yourself in some really awkward positions out there with how everything with like, I mean, the fairways are undulated and there's kind of drop-offs on some of the sides of them. So it, it was, it was different to see in real life. It was hard, man. Awesome stuff. Love it. Love. Well, we're happy to have you back. And now we have kind of a more relaxed vibe down in the Dominican Republic. I think you were alluding to this with Doug Bell after the round two recap. It's, it's weird to watch because it is such like, I'm watching the event. I'm like, wow, this is relaxing and the palm trees and the ocean, but these guys are like going after it. They're like playing hard. There's a lot on the line. So it's like this weird combination of like, I described it as, very passionate play, but like the vibes, very chill. It's, it's kind of cool. Kind of weird. Yeah. It's uh, the scenery. The, the vibe is all in the scenery, right? You have the, the gentle rolling waves off the edge of the ocean and there's a breeze, but it's not so windy that it looks hot. It's almost like a welcomed breeze. It's a, it's a Caribbean breeze. So it's like really pleasant and there's clouds in the sky, but not too many. And it's just kind of has this, it's a honeymoon feel. I feel like I'm on my honeymoon when I'm watching this. So I, I definitely <laughs> makes me want to go back. But the players in the field here, Adam Long, Hudson Swafford, Mackenzie Hughes, this is a huge event for them. It's a 
great opportunity to maybe jumpstart a career, maybe uh, kind of revitalize a career, maybe get yourself uh, in a position where you're comfortable, where you can create your own schedule for the first time in a number of years. So there's a lot at stake for these players, yet we still get to experience that kind of cool vibe. A very cool vibe from Adam Long on Saturday, who goes out and shoots a 64. He is our 54-hole leader, two shots clear of Hudson Swafford. His Saturday round, a bogey-free, eight-under 64. Uh, He was in complete control of his game in round three. He never seemed to be out of position. He seemed to be rolling everything in. And now he's gone rounds of 65-64 back to back. I mean, he he's, he's locked in right now. He's your favorite to, to take this down and win his second PGA tour title. And he should be. I mean, one of the things Rick, you talked about earlier in the week is how we have no data here. Yeah. Um, so we don't, the model, so to speak, <laughs> is not really available to us. So we have to rely on the old fashioned uh, eye test and old fashioned statistics like fairways and greens and pots made. And you see Adam long, what stuck out to me is nine one putts, nine one putt greens on his last 10 holes. And the first thing I thought of, of course, when I saw that, uh, that graphic come up is, well, there he, Adam Logg's not really going to have much of a chance. But then you look at the scores and he's, you mentioned the 64 65 back to back. You look at where he's positioned right now with, what is he? He has got a two shot lead. Yeah. Um, that's going to be, I mean, th- that might have been enough to give him to give himself enough cushion. So it, it's uh, it'll be very interesting to see what he g- does tomorrow. He's contended before of late. He's played back to back great rounds before. I think of the three M Open sixty three sixty four weekend. So I mean, what would you make of? his round. What do you think about him long so far? Yeah. The, the, the cushion thing is interesting, right? Because I think he, I think he's the 65, 64 are probably close to ceiling rounds for him. And, and I don't know if he's got another 64 in him. You got to remember that 64 is uh, the lowest round of the day. Only one other 64, which was Graham Delette's on Friday who missed the cut. How often does that happen? You shoot the low yeah. round of any day and miss the cut. Can't I think uh, Lahiri shot 64 today as well. You're right. Um, there is a couple of three. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, like, he was a 64, but I mean, but yeah, you're I right. Wonder- Dude, Graham Dillette, 78, 64, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen often. So I, I wonder if, uh, you know, if, if he goes out and shoots a 67 on Sunday, 68, if that's enough, if he's built that cushion in, because there were, I mean, there's low scores out there. Nate Lashley shot a 65. You mentioned the Lahiri 64. There's, there's numbers out there. So I do wonder if he's built in enough of a cushion and Adam Long uh, also infamously, the major league baseball sponsor. That's like yes, my favorite thing. I love it. You love that, right? What, what, what it's are the terms of, the of this? It's gotta be just tickets, uh, right? I have, I have no idea. I don't know where that, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I, I would love to know. So I got to get, I got to get a little bit of inside Intel on how that all works, but it's fascinating to me. And, and it's, it, I mean, it just, it makes your shirts a little bit cooler, I think. So I, I'm a huge fan. I'm pretty sure Ches Reevy rocks the Arizona diamondbacks logo on his hat. Just for tickets. I'm pretty sure that's the deal, um, which is pretty cool. I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to save this one thing with Adam long for later because he's on the verge of the top 50, but we're going to talk about that in a second. And I want to talk about Hudson Swafford here, Greg. I mean, he's playing, we know he's playing on the major medical. Um, He goes out, he shoots a 69 on Saturday. It's three under par. He is two shots back and one shot clear of Mackenzie Hughes. So he's in solo second right now. And, and Swafford's so interesting to me because I don't know if you remember this, but back in 
it would it would have been from 2016 into 2017. He had the longest active cut made streak on the PGA Tours, 18 in a row. Then he won the 2017, which was now it's called the American Express. It was called the Career Builder, and that was like his like 19th cut in a row. And then he's like he he hasn't been the same since. Like I know there was injury issues, yeah. but he missed like half of his cuts after that. It's just been it was so weird that this is the guy who was the epitome of consistency. He finally cashes in on a win, and then we've like almost heard nothing from him since. It's amazing. There are peaks and valleys in this game, and when you see somebody play at that level they're working towards that peak and then all of a sudden they pull it off and win you there, there's a number of different places you can go and and for a player like Hudson Swafford it's a that's a you know it's a career goal you achieve a career goal if you're someone like um Tiger Woods it reminds me there's a story when Tiger and um I'm not trying to bring anything up here but Tiger and Elon were newly married they were newlyweds and Tiger won I think it was a major and she was thrilled that she said, you know, do we have a party? Let's celebrate. <laughs> um, and Tiger looked at her. Apparently, the story goes, I don't know who's who was involved in this to get the facial expression, but Tiger looked at her with a dead serious face and said, uh, I party for what? I did what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and you can just kind of picture this robotic Tiger Woods. But that's not everybody. That's not, ev- not everybody can say, okay, I, I worked for years to become a winner on the PGA Tour, and now I'm just I'm going to do it and be on to the next one right away. It's, yeah. uh, it's a little bit unrealistic. So you can expect a little bit of a valley after a, reaching a career goal like that, and there's nothing wrong with it. Then you combine injury into it. And then all of a sudden frustration builds. And this is what we talked about a little bit last night. He had to kind of reset after mm-hmm. the Safeway Open with his mental coach, Brett McCabe, and they kind of said, okay, look, you're getting too frustrated, getting too angry. We got we to gotta reset mentally. And to me, Rick, this is the perfect place to do it. So I love where Hudson Swafford is right now. Finished his Saturday round with 10 straight pars, so he'll probably need to do a bit better than that, not get on a 10-hole par streak on Sunday if he wants to try to run down Adam Long. And also in the chase is Mackenzie Hughes, who's, who, who I, I would argue is, what, probably the best player in this field coming in, right? He's He, he was the guy. Well, maybe him or Will Zalatoris. Well, if you ask the betting markets, I guess it would have been <laughs> Willie Z. But if you yeah. talk about, or, like, yeah. you know... I, I think you're right, form. Rick. I mean, he's you saw it on the broadcast today. They're replaying the up and down at the BMW to get in. And, yeah. uh, he's a guy who's played well here and played well on some difficult golf courses. So um, McKenzie is definitely a guy to watch heading into tomorrow. Uh, I love his game. And if you look at the scores, 68, 67, 67, another 67 tomorrow, and that puts you at – um, what 19 at 19 under, yeah. which I mean, that, that could be enough. How many guys are there? You have Adam long at 17. How, what is, what does he have to do to kind of separate himself to make a guy like Mackenzie Hughes, um, basically eliminated from the event. And you're talking about a round of like what five, five under from Adam long. How many guys? Do you I, think I was going to say eliminates? four. I was going to say he probably wins at shooting a 68. Yeah. You're very, it's very likely you, you take, chances out you take out the 12s right you take out the 11s and you just limit the number of players if you're at 11 under right now you're um you're six shots back if he shoots four under that means you'd have to shoot a 62 to tie 61 to win so i I think i I like that number rick i think for adam long a 67 
is real is the number I think you really got to be comfortable at. So yes. it's tough. If you're Mackenzie Hughes, that means you need probably 67, 66, something like that to win. Adam Long shooting a 67 or 68 forces someone to go nuclear, not nuclear, yeah. which a podcast review told me I was pronouncing incorrectly, which is much appreciated. It is nuclear is not a word. Nuclear is I nuclear. Just, makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey. Here's, here's Thanks the, for the reviews. They're yeah, helpful. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, here is the, the the tidbit that I wanted to mention here. Uh, with high finishes, if the if the leaderboard kind of shapes out the way it is after 54, both Adam Long and Mackenzie Hughes could pop themselves into the top 50 in the official world golf rankings. And I, I, that is no small feat. And we talk about this a lot. Like once you're into that top 70, 60, 50, and you're getting all the invites, you, you kind of stay. I mean, the opportunities are endless when you are there and you start playing a lot of really world-class events. I mean, it's a big deal to be inside the top 50 of the world rankings. Uh, I, I completely agree. And it's the power of choice. You get to design your schedule for what's going to work best for you. And I think of Webb Simpson's the first guy that comes to mind. He has a couple of events because look, it's obvious to take the Tiger Woods mentality and say, okay, uh, Arnold, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, my event, the Genesis, the farmers where I've won eight times, uh, Jack's place, the Memorial and the majors. And that's kind of going to be my schedule. Well, those are some of the hardest events to play. And yeah. you may, it, it's great to get into those, and you'll definitely play in them if you have the choice. But you may be like a Webb Simpson and have an event like uh, like the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship, where you just, you love that event. It, it It's so near and dear to your heart. You play so well there. It's a wise business decision to go play there and be ready to play well because it gives you a real chance of winning. We, we all know how valuable that is. So you have now a chance to build your schedule around whatever events you want. Once you're in the top 50, you're not forced to play in this event because you got in. You're not forced to play in six weeks in a row because you're trying to get into the top 125. I mean, you're, you're in, you're in the world golf championship. If you want, you're in um, all the majors, you're in everything. Um, so it, it really, it's a, it's a huge opportunity and it, greatly increases your likelihood of um, of keeping your card. I want to talk about who could potentially chase down Adam Long on Sunday, but real quick on Zinzun Zhang, Zhang, Zhang. Uh, I always mess that up. Is the definition, Greg, of a popper, right? I mean, that's that's your word. This is a guy yeah. who I think, uh, I don't have his stats up in front of me, but like his last seven starts, I think he's missed four cuts and the other three are top 15s. And here he is again, sitting solo fourth, four shots back. It seems like when a week goes well for him, it goes really, really well. Otherwise, it's a very short week. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, when I when I think of it, and I'm going to, uh, Zhang, when I, when I, think about him I don't have a lot of really close to the lead experiences and so I, I you know you look through some like tied 14th at the Safeway Open 70 on Sunday was he really in the did he really have a chance to win like he does this week mm-hmm. um, he was tied seventh at the Safeway but a 70 on uh, this is last year now I'm talking about a 70 on Saturday last year 69 on Sunday not really that close to the lead. Uh, the Houston Open was kind of a backdoor top five of of sixty six, um, and you so you can kind of go through and and uh, like the Memorial, he's tied tenth, but seventy seventy three over the weekend, never really in in the heat of 
battle where he's thinking, okay, I can win. And today, tonight, right now, he's looking at tomorrow saying, I'm, I'm probably one of three guys that has a real chance of winning this tournament. And that is a different night's sleep, in my opinion. It'll be interesting to see because now you've got this finish, presuming he finishes somewhere in the top 10. Maybe he, he improves his standing on Sundays, currently against solo fourth. Uh, immediately off of that Safeway Open top 15, this is a guy who's won twice on the Corn Ferry, so someone we might have to keep a bit of an eye on. This might be a little bit yeah, of a absolutely. breakout, a little bit of a breakout for him, Greg. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk about who can actually win this thing. Uh, so again, Adam Long, 17 under par through 54 holes. He's two shots clear. What number does he shoot that he basically, I don't want to say, you know, nothing's a guarantee, but what do we think? Four, maybe? I think five definitely does it. I think four under probably wins it for him. Yeah, right? I, I think I think five's the number of, uh, of win by one or two. Four, I think, gets a little tight. Um, depending on who plays well tomorrow. If if it's Hudson Swafford that plays really well tomorrow and is chasing you down, four under may not be enough. Four, I mean, five, you, you could lose. If uh, if Nate Lashley is the guy that gets on a heater tomorrow, then I, I think four under probably gets the job done, right? You get to, it, it, four yeah. under gets you to say 21 under par. Well, I mean, is, is Zang going to shoot eight under tomorrow? He, he would have to shoot eight under to tie at that point. So, now he's at 13 under you've got there there are two guys that could shoot bet, um worse than a 64 and catch you if you shoot 68 so yeah. it it improves your chances dramatically but i really I, I don't think anybody outside of the top 5 right now has a legitimate chance unless it goes completely backwards for adam long which i don't expect yeah, I, I think that's right. I think there's the four guys that have a shot are Long, Swafford, Hughes, and Zhang. And if you uh, and anybody else, Long would have to come back. He, he would have to shoot like even par or like one over or something. Uh, Adam yeah. Long is minus 125, meaning you have to lay $125 to win 100 if you think he's going to win this golf tournament. Hudson Swafford is plus 450, so that's four and a half to one. He's two back. Mackenzie Hughes is four to one. He's three back. It is, is the value better with one of those two guys, Greg, or is this just like... Uh, you got to just kind of grit your teeth and and think Adam Long is going to win this. I really do think. Oh man, I, I mean, it's so hard to say. Like, like I want to say I think Adam go on Long's the record win this, right? <laughs> I, and I will say I'll go on the record and say I think Adam Long's going to get it done. You could put it on the record. I'll, I'll happily I'll happily be wrong if I am. But watching him play today and understanding what everybody else is going to have to do, I, the odds are heavily in his favor. And you, you'll pay for it. But I, I really do think that uh, that he's going to get the job done tomorrow. Now, Mackenzie Hughes would be the the value play. I know he's at, what, four to one, I think you said. Yes. So it, it's not great value, but he would be the guy that I think has a, the best chance. He's not in the final group. Um, it, it maybe is a little comfortable. I think he's got some firepower and his round-by-round round makeup, he still hasn't shot the really low one yet. Yes. And the winners... Are the winners here tend to have a really low round? The question is, can you do it on Sunday? And I think Mackenzie Hughes is ready to answer that question. Here's the case to be made about Mackenzie Hughes. Um, he's the best player in contention. He's the best player, you know, yep. 
short-term, long-term, whatever. Uh, he hasn't had that low round yet. He's gone 68, 67, 67. If he shoots a 64 or 65, like we've seen Adam Long do both of those, Hudson Swafford shot a 65 on Thursday. Zhang shot, shot a 66 on, on Thursday as well. Like He's the only one who hasn't had that low round. Now, you could argue... He chipped in twice on Saturday. He made a couple of longer putts. We don't have the strokes gate numbers, but it kind of felt like he was stealing a few. I don't know, but that's his thing though, Greg. He's, he's a short game specialist. That's his thing. So right. I, I, I think the only bettable option is probably Mac Hughes. I think that's the only one I, I'd feel comfortable. You know, I think long's going to win it, but I think if you need, if you want to make a bet, the smartest bet is Hughes. I think. Yeah, I'm. I am a hundred percent with you there. I, I mean, could you sprinkle in something on Hudson Swafford? I like what he's done with Brett McCabe as well, and there's absolutely a chance. But I think I'm kind of uh, capping either side of Hudson Swafford right now, and I'm looking at Long, who I think gets the job done, and I, I like the best player in the in in contention, as he said. That's well put. Um, the best player in contention, Mackenzie Hughes, and that kind of scrappy. I mean, that that's the scrappy round. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Maybe the low ones tomorrow. There's a lot to play for on Sunday. These guys are playing for a lot of money. They're playing for a lot of FedEx Cup points. Some of them are trying to get into the top 50, which means access to a lot of tournaments. There is a lot to be played for in the final round. Greg, thanks for joining me, man. Really appreciate hey, it. Uh, great to have you back. And I love, I love getting the report on, uh, on TPC Harding Park. Absolutely, brother. All right, that is Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at TheRealGFD. We will, of course, be back tomorrow with a Torny Recap podcast. And this has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.